The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. Here to set you free. Hi there, I'm Marshall. Welcome, or welcome back to the True Democracy in Talk. Hamas is called today a day of jihad, and Israel's their mil, Israeli military has told 1.1 million people in North Gaza to evacuate. Gaza has 2.3 million people. 52.8, almost 53 percent, are under 18 years of age. So more than half of the Gazan population are children. And Israel has has ordered the entire population of the northern section of Gaza to evacuate south. I have so much to say about this. Um, I know we don't have tons of time before the break, but I I do want to say this. Um, I have a Jewish parent. I'm married to a Muslim. I lived in Israel. I've been to the Palestinian territories. I have a lot to say on this. And you're probably not seeing me much on TV saying a lot of things about this because you know, I'm not Israeli, I'm, I'm not a foreign policy uh, wonk, um, but I, I do have some experience and some personal experience and some feelings on this, strong feelings about it. what Hamas did. There, there is no excuse that, that it's not that is true terror. That is true terrorism. That is murderous massacre on a, on a level in modern day that is so barbaric. We normally read about it in history during medieval, medieval times. People have asked me, why don't you have an I stand with Israel up on your site? Because I had I stand with Ukraine, you know, like I don't have a million other things on my list of things to do today. Um, And it's not that I don't stand with Israel. But if you read the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament, um, killing innocent men, women and children because less than 44% of the people that could vote did vote for Hamas. And it was not a election by majority. It was a plurality uh, election, look it up. Um, And children can't vote. And I understand people say, well, you're at war and there are consequences. Um, but if this was the other way around, there would be so much outrage about these children. The reason I say that is I've always felt, and I truly felt when I lived there, that the life of a Jewish Israeli child mattered more than the life of a Muslim Palestinian child. But there were also Christian Palestinian children um, that will die. And um, I just feel there's there's got to be a different and better way. And the reason I say this is if you think Hamas is still there, you're out of your mind. I don't think you need to be an intelligence expert to know a few things. One, Hamas doesn't care about the people, so they don't care if Israel wipes them out because they aren't there. I read an article today in The Atlantic, it was very interesting, that said it's a trap. And and I don't think that's as much a conspiracy uh, theorist idea as a possibility. 
if Hamas wants to turn this into a world war, if Hamas wants Israel, if Israel wipes out the Palestinian people, it will be viewed by the world at some point, and certainly the Muslim world, as genocide. Even though they're defending themselves, even though they're retaliating. Because people would say with the intelligence they have, the weapons they have, and the money they have, just the money and the weapons from us alone, they could find and ferret out and target just Hamas, like I said, who are probably long gone and probably were. There are people that are saying, how could their high intelligence not have known this was going to happen? This was a very well orchestrated and planned out situation. I don't know the answer to that. There are so many conversations going on, but I can tell you this. If Israel eliminates the Palestinian people, this could lead into a world war. And that's exactly what Hamas wants, what Hezbollah wants, what Al-Qaeda wants, what ISIS wants. They want Armageddon. They want to be a part of it. They want to fight for it. These are people that are willing to commit suicide, and many of which, whether they believe in their 77 virgins or not, they want this. And if you think that the Muslim world is just going to stand by and constantly say, I stand with Israel, while they erase Palestinians, both Muslim and Christian, I, I, I don't see that lasting for long, and not just the Muslim world. Because it's inhumane. It's inhumane to kill. If you, if you want to say, well, the guys, okay, take them out of the equation. It's inhumane to kill innocent women and children, pregnant women for those of you that are pro-life, babies for those of you that are pro-life, who had nothing to do with this. Did we make the decision or did Harry Truman and the government make the decision to drop the bombs, the two bombs, the atomic bombs in Japan? No. I know you might say, well, you know, Japan could drop bombs on us. They certainly did at Pearl Harbor because they wanted us what? To get into a world war, which was already in existence. We only need to look to history and use some of the common sense, I believe, that God gave all of us. This is not a religious war. This is on this is honestly a turf a turf war and most people don't it, young people, children, they don't care about the turf. They just don't want to live as they have been for decades and generations now, wearing bulletproof vests to school. So as a mother, as a human being, as a direct descendant of Aaron Moses' brother in the tribe of Levite, as somebody married to a Muslim who is a, an a descendant of Ishmael, and I am a descendant of Isaac, I cannot condone any murderous rampage, especially on children. And when people go, Hamas started this, we're not children. Well, you did it first. We're not children. This is real. These are real human beings, real lives. What Hamas did is disgusting and terrible. And we've got to take out terrorism and we've got to stop terrorism. But I just don't believe that slaughtering innocent people is going to do that. If anything, I think slaughtering innocent people is going to help Hamas. I really do. 
The Israeli military carried out a heavy bombardment of Gaza since Hamas uh, militants attacked Israel over the weekend. Uh, it's imposed a complete siege on the enclave, more than 2 million, 2.3 million Palestinians. Now, the IDF said in an announcement to Gaza City, the residents should all evacuate and move south of uh, Wadi Gaza. Couple of things here. How do you get there? I don't, I, if you've ever been to the Palestinian territory, and I have, it is they are oppressed people. I'm sorry, they are oppressed. It is poor. They don't, it's not like when they go on the other side of the wall, which they have to get permission to, to get medical care, permission to, and by the way, speaking of medical care, my husband was asked by Doctors Without Borders to help because when you shut off food, electricity and water, and then you stop emergency and you stop rescue efforts for people and children, babies that are dying, bleeding to death, you stop doctors from honoring the Hippocratic oath that they took. Where is the line between this is war, and their casualties of war based on that, and and, and there's got to be something humane. Now, the Red Cross has been allowed in, and medics have been allowed into war and war zones to take care of people. That that that's just part of the decency, if you will, of human beings, even when they're at war and they're opposed. So they said they will continue to operate significantly in Gaza City. And that's another thing. Well, where do these people go? Where do, they, where do they go? And you say the South. Well, how do they get there? Where do they go? And how do they get there? Google map it, if you don't believe me. Look at the terrain, okay? How do they get there? Where do they go? Think about it. It will continue to operate significantly in Gaza City in the coming days, and Israeli forces will make extensive efforts to avoid harming civilians, they said. Really? Well, they haven't made any efforts to avoid harming civilians. And they say Hamas is hiding in the basement. They say Hamas is hiding in the tunnels. I don't buy it. I think Hamas is like the Maldives having a cocktail, laughing and calling it in. That's what I think. They said you will be able to return to Gaza only when another announcement permitting is made. The IDF urged residents to distance themselves from Hamas. It said it was using them as human shields. I think those people would know that better uh, than uh, the IDF. And it warned civilians not to approach the area of a security fence with Israel because it said Hamas militants were hiding in tunnels there underneath homes and buildings and populated uh, that's populated with innocent Gazan civilians. But let's be clear, the IDF, if they really believe they're in tunnels and homes, they're going to bomb the tunnels and homes where the innocent people are terrified and, and you can't go. You have to remember, you have to remember, a lot of these women cannot drive. They don't have licenses. These people don't have vehicles. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome or welcome back. We were talking about the IDF giving Gazans uh, 24 hours to go south. Where south do they go and how uh, do they get there? Um, there's so uh, so much going on uh, with uh, regard to this. Uh, I want to, you know, I want to play uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, who's currently in Qatar, uh, saying Hamas is intentionally endangering Palestinian civilians. Uh, he is correct in that. And by the way, uh, Senator, uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is the descendant of Holocaust uh, survivors and Holocaust victims. Uh, let's take a listen. Now, efforts to get humanitarian aid into Gaza are complicated by the fact that 
Hamas continues to use innocent civilians as human shields and is reportedly blocking roads to prevent Palestinians from moving to southern Gaza out of harm's way. We know the humanitarian situation is urgent. We're actively engaged with partners, including Qatar, to get aid to those who need it. There was a press secretary with the Israeli Defense uh, Minister um, Gallant and a press conference with U.S. Defense Secretary um, Austin in Tel Aviv, and they said, we call on all civilians in Gaza City to move south. We don't want to harm them. Whoever wants to save his life should go south. Hamas is camouflaging itself inside the civilian population, and we are going to go in and dismantle its infrastructure. I'm sorry, but don't you think Hamas is going to move south if they're there? And I don't think they're there, but if they are there, okay, what if you say, okay, Leslie, you're wrong. Aren't they going to move south? They don't wear an H on their head or their back when they're walking. It's it's not as if they can be identified from uh, aerial uh, photography, uh, an aerial um Uh, you know, aerial satellite that's being used uh, by the military. So far, more than 1,530 Palestinians and 1,200 Israelis have been killed. Thousands have been injured. Hundreds of thousands of others have been displaced since the latest fighting uh, between Israel and Hamas began. Hamas is believed to still be holding about 150 hostages in Gaza. 14 Americans are still missing. Obviously, we don't know if uh, they are part of that um, hostage uh, group. Uh, driving the news here is that the Israeli military has carried out a heavy bombardment of Gaza since that militant attack in Israel by Hamas on Saturday, imposed a complete siege on the enclave, uh, home to the more than two million. And the uh, the IDF, like I said, said they should all evacuate and they should uh, move south. Uh, the UN spokesperson uh, said, quote, today, just before midnight local time, team leaders of the UN Office of the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs and the Department of Safety and Security in Gaza were informed by their li- liaison officers in the Israeli military that the entire population of Gaza, north of Vadi Gaza, should re- relocate to southern Gaza within the next 24 hours. This amounts to approximately 1.1 million people. She went on to say the same order applied to all UN staff, those sheltered in UN facilities, including schools medical centers and medical clinics. The UN considers it impossible for such a movement to take place without devastating humanitarian consequences. What they're saying is to get all the children out of the schools, all the people out of their homes and out of hospitals and healthcare centers and UN staff, um, she said impossible to be done in 24 hours. Here's the state of play now. The UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres spoke uh, twice Last night with the Israeli ambassador to the UN, Gilad Erdogan, he said he wants to get clarification at the highest political level about Israel's request to evacuate the population from northern northern Gaza, the northern Gaza Strip. He said in a statement, quote, the UN's response to Israel's early warning to the residents of Gaza is shameful. For many years, the UN has turned a blind eye to the arming of Hamas and its use of the civilian population and civilian infrastructure in the Gaza Strip as a hiding place for its weapons and murder. This is, uh, you know, the Israeli leader. Now, instead of standing by Israel, whose citizens were slaughtered by Hamas terrorists and who tries to minimize harm to those not involved, it preaches to Israel, it's better for the UN to focus now on returning the hostages, condemning Hamas and supporting Israel's right to defend itself. The UN has a responsibility to keep the humanitarian, international humanitarian efforts that they have set forth in their charter. And I don't think that they're wrong with their response. What are they saying? They're saying, you're asking these people to do this. We're telling you because we have people there. It is not possible in that time frame. 
Secretary of State, as you heard earlier in the audio, Blinken was in Jordan uh, today. He met with King Abdullah II and Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas. Uh, Abdullah and Abbas warned against any Israeli attempts to forcibly displace Palestinians from Gaza and the occupied West Bank to neighboring countries. See, already, already, it went from Jordan, I stand by Israel, to warning Israel and any attempts. By the way, the majority of the population of Jordan are Palestinian now because they were displaced before, right? They were refugees and now other citizens of Jordan. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the um, uh, 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 excuse me, uh, King Abdullah II's wife is Palestinian and so is his daughter-in-law. The Israeli military's bombardment of Gaza continued today. Sirens went off across parts of Israel today due to incoming rocket fire from Palestinian militants in the enclave. Tensions also continue to escalate along the Israeli-Lebanese border. Yep, another country that's not yet involved, Hezbollah headquarters. In Gaza, hospitals are overwhelmed. They're quickly running out of supplies. Um, I know there was desperation by the Doctors Without Borders people when they spoke to my husband. Uh, Israel cut electricity. They blocked food, fuel, other supplies from getting into Gaza after declaring that complete siege of the enclave. It had already been under a strict Israeli blockade. And uh, that was supported by Egypt, by the way. And that was for 16 years. Not a single electricity switch will be flipped on, not a single faucet will be turned on, and not a single fuel truck will enter until the Israeli hostages are returned home. That's the Israeli energy minister. He said that on social media yesterday. Problem is, Hamas doesn't care, and the people are suffering, and the doctors cannot help those who are wounded. Human Rights Watch slammed Israel's complete siege as a call to, call to commit a war crime. They likened it to genocide. They also said the killing of civilians and the taking of hostages constitutes a violation of international law and war crimes. By the way, the Orthodox community is outraged because the killing of innocent is strictly forbidden uh, in uh, the Torah. More than 423,000 people have been displaced in Gaza since the war began. Um, over two-thirds of these are sheltering in UN-run schools in Gaza. Several schools and hospitals have already sustained damage from airstrikes, and they're just saying there's so many people that have taken shelter in the schools and hospitals they can't get them to move south in 24 hours. President Isaac Herzog is Israel's head of state. He spoke about what he called the largest single massacre of Jews uh, since the Holocaust. When asked about the bombardment of Gaza and the humanitarian situation of civilian, well, his sadness turned to anger. He was asked what Israel can do to alleviate the impact on the over 2 million civilians in Gaza, many of whom have nothing to do with Hamas. He said, we are working operating militarily according to rules of international law, period, unequivocally. Mm, I, I think that would be up for debate by the UN. It is an entire nation out there that is responsible. Uh, it is not true. This rhetoric, rhetoric about civilians not aware, not available is absolutely not true. They could have risen up. Can you tell me how a six-month-old baby or a pregnant woman could have known this? I'm sorry. If Israeli intelligence and American intelligence didn't know this, how did you expect civilians, more than half who are children, and more than half of the other half of the half that voted a quarter to have known? Not possible. I'm Leslie Marshall. That's what's written from the headlines. Coming up, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk to the Teamsters. We'll be back right after this. 